Good morning. Today is Thursday, February 1st, 2024. It is 9 a.m. We are in the City Commission chambers and I call the Planning and Zoning Advisory Board meeting to order. Could we please state your name for the record? Michael Petrokoski. Nita Hester. Jose Irizarry. Philip Ludos. Frank Fair. And Linda Waugh. Let the record show that Mr. Maturo is absent. Can we please stand for the Pledge to the Flag? I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the republic for which it stands, one nation, under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. Okay, we'll do the approval of minutes. We have no public comment. Okay, then we'll do the approval of minutes. I make a motion to approve the uh, one four one January fourth, twenty twenty four minutes, and the January eighteenth, twenty twenty four minutes, as presented. Second that. It is moved by Ms. Hester and seconded by Mr. Ludos to approve the minutes. Can we take a uh, voice vote? All in favor, say aye. 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 All opposed? The motion passes unanimously. Now on to public hearings. We have consideration of petition REZ-23-137 Toledo Blade 320 RMF via ordinance number 2024-05. This is a, a quasi-judicial hearing. Can everyone wishing to provide testimony please stand and raise your right hand. Do you swear or affirm the testimony you're about to provide is true and accurate to the best of your knowledge so help you God? Thank you. Beginning with Mr. Patrick Kosky, will the board members please disclose whether or not they've had any ex parte communications? I have driven by the site. I have none. I have none. I visited the site. I also drove by the site. And I did not visit the site. Recording secretary, are there any agreed parties? No. Okay, then we'll have presentation by the applicant on the right podium. Please state whether or not you've been sworn. Uh, good morning, Madam. <clears throat> good morning, Madam Chair and members of the <clears throat> of the board. For the record, my name is Jeffrey Boone, uh, attorney for the applicant. I have been sworn, and um, I'm just going to kick things off here and turn it over quickly to our expert planner, Mr. Ken Galender. Uh, obviously, um, <clears throat> you all may remember that we have. Uh, been, been through here before with a comprehensive plan amendment, uh, which was uh, approved by the city commission, and we're now back with a rezoning. Uh, all of this is consistent with everything we told you the last time we were here. Uh, we're back now with a rezoning that's consistent with the comprehensive plan amendment that was uh, approved by the city. Um, we ha also have a DMP uh, under review by the city, we had hoped that it would also be ready to come to you all today as well, because, you know, it's helpful to be able to see what you're rezoning the property for. It's not necessarily 
uh, determinative of your vote, rec vote of recommendation one way or the other, but <clears throat> as an aid, it is helpful. So we are going to show you the DMP, uh, not because obviously it's not on the agenda, it's just part of our presentation, just so you'll, Mr. Uh, Mr. Glender will, when, when we get to that point, so you'll have an idea of where we're going. But again, want to emphasize that the last time we were here before you all and showed you what the overall development plan was for the larger property, we're, no, change, no changes have occurred. We're back here just moving forward exactly as we had said we were going to. So with that much said, I'm going to turn it over to Ken. Thank you, Jeff. Uh, for the record, I'm Ken Galander, uh, certified professional planner. Uh, been practicing in the state of Florida for approximately 20, over 20 years, uh, and I've been sworn in. So I'd just like to walk us through, hopefully, a short presentation for you, kind of recapping. Uh, I appreciate Jeff kind of giving a little bit more background. Uh, we do have our project team here, property owner, Deluxton Northport LLC. Jeff as being with Boone, Boone, and Boone for our legal counsel and the agents, uh, experts supporting the project, RWO Engineering through the Planning and Civil Engineering, David Plummer and Associates Transportation, and the environmental was conducted by Dex Bender. For the rezoning 23-137, for the presentation, a little background, request, discussion analysis, and a conclusion. So just to recap, the overall parcel uh, is a single parcel at this time, just over 318 acres, approximately one mile north of the Toledo Blade I-75 interchange. To recall, uh, the existing future land use map designations now are, which were adopted through ordinance number 2023-25 for the portion of the 318 acres, 55 of that is industrial and the remaining is high density residential of the 262 approximately acres the zoning uh, for under our ordinance number 2023 26 the 55 acres and to implement the industrial was rezoned to industrial light warehousing and this this portion that we are before you today the remaining 262 acres is a no city designation thus why we're here for this rezoning. Again, this gives you an idea of where the subject property is. You've all, many of you have been to the property. It's a terminus of Toledo Blade Boulevard at the northern uh, section of the corridor. <clears throat> this provides just a visual representation of the existing future land use designations, industrial uh, proposed for the light industrial uses along the western portion and high-density residential proposed for future mix of residential uses to the east. The zoning, again, industrial to the light industrial to the west and the no zoning designation for the remainder of the property. So for our request is to rezone the property to residential multifamily, RMF. This does implement the existing high-density residential future land use map designation proposed for a mixture of residential dwellings, multifamily, townhouses, single family detached. We are seeking up to a maximum of 900 dwelling units associated with this, uh, uh, implementing the high density residential uh, 
density allowance. We are focused on uh, clustered residential tracts, which would, uh, which surrounds approximately 188 acres of open space areas. This is the proposed uh, RMF zoning district to the east of the existing light industrial building. As you may recall, this is our plan that we conceptually developed as part of going through the comprehensive plan amendment and the rezoning for the industrial and the RMF. What is highlighted within the dashed black line is what we are looking at today for the RMF zoning. Specifically, key points of the plan, a boulevard roadway to the north along the northern property with designated primary access points to each residential tract or node. This tract is the multifamily tract, townhouses, these areas uh, intermixed between the reserved wetlands and the green space areas uh, is the single family detached. We do have uh, proposed secondary access points that would be uh, restricted or as through coordination with the property owners to the south and there would be a connection potentially between the industrial and the multifamily for uh, emergency access. As Jeff mentioned before, we are under review with the DMP. This is the master development master plan that has been submitted as part of that petition. As you can see, it is consistent <coughs> with what we conceptually provided earlier on. This is the multifamily uh, tract once again townhouses, and then the single-family detached uh, residential areas. Again, consistent with the access points along the boulevard that is proposed on the northern property line, uh, stormwater management lakes, and then obviously uh, the areas in between are the preserved wetlands and open space, green space areas. Just to quickly uh, go through our consistency with the comprehensive plan under the future land use element, uh, goal one, policies 1.1 and policy 1.2 and the supporting strategy 1.2.1. What we are proposing under the rezoning is consistent with the surrounding development area, the activity centers and the village designations to the south along the corridor, uh, Toledo Blade corridor. And this helps uh, provide for the opportunities for a mix of those residential uses in close proximity to the future non-residential uh, land uses that are proposed along the corridor and within our project that we've uh, presented earlier on along the industrial portion of the uh, property. Policy 6.1 and 6.4 as well as objective 8 and 8.1 with the city's existing and planned investments uh, into the surrounding public infrastructure along the Toledo Blade Corridor, uh, promoting the economic development and the orderly growth. Also to support, <clears throat> no, uh, there'll be no wells and septic associated with the residential development. So that improves the environmental component of the site. And with the close proximity of residential to the non-residential would intense, would for all intents and purposes, reduce those miles traveled that are necessary between the residents where they're staying and potentially where they're working, uh, where jobs will be located. 
transportation element goal one policy 1.1 and this is uh based on the tis provided uh to staff uh, dated june 2nd 2023 uh, which is in the record uh, the existing conditions all segments operate at acceptable levels with the exception of the toledo blade boulevard south of i-75 and west price west price boulevard uh, all roadway segments are projected to operate at acceptable levels of service. Uh, future, future traffic conditions, with the exception of the area south of I-75 and West Price Boulevard, been determined the project will not cause any roadway deficiencies beyond those anticipated and background under background conditions without the project. Uh, the city is already pursuing improvements at the I-75 Toledo Blade Interchange, as well as the I-75 Sumter, which is more, uh, which is where most of the traffic is to be distributed. And the, uh, it is consistent with the chapter 163-3180 of Florida statutes. Any further questions, we do have our transportation consultant here that can uh, add more information along that element. With regards to conservation coastal zone element, Goal one, policy 1.1, a protected species assessment was conducted and provided as part of our petition and in the record. Uh, of course, as we move forward with the development, we'll ensure compliance with all state and federal regulations uh, associated with any rare, endangered, threatened species or any special concern as uh, we move forward with the permitting. Recreation open space element, Objective one, policies 1.1 and 2.1. We have approximately 65 acres of land devoted to lakes, recreation, open space, and integration of recreational trails, uh, green space areas. And then 123 acres is also uh, dedicated to uh, preserved wetlands. The housing element, again, providing the diversity of housing the city is seeking, varying price points, uh, not just a single-family detached element. Uh, and for the record, it's uh, I know that it's been uh, asked about certain levels of income. This is all market rate uh, development for housing. Uh, policy 6.1, 6.3, uh, trail systems for bicycling and pedestrians is to be integrated throughout our development. And with uh, conjunction with the adjacent property owners, we would seek to work with them to provide for a continuation of that uh, alternative modes of transportation within this area. As mentioned before, that clustered site design, staying away from certain wetland areas and having the, the clustered residential tracks is a uh, consistent with 6.1 and 6.3. The economic development element, uh, appropriate location with the city, uh, surrounding plan developments as we identified to the south, the other activity centers and the entitled properties uh, in that area, which is a desire for the cities for their economic growth opportunities, the planned infrastructure along the Toledo Blade Corridor, and working within the ULDC, the regulatory directions to ensure the compatibility of our project uh, to move forward in support of the economic development obviously utilizing appropriate buffers, setback, providing for a significant amount of open space and other uh, site development regulation compliance. 
consistency with the Unified Land Development Code. We concur with the staff's analysis and the report. Uh, the applicants uh, and is provided within our application submittal as public record within the city. Uh, last, uh, this recapping some opportunities and benefits. Again, the timing is ideal for this uh, developing area along the Toledo Blade I-75 corridor. Looking at the mixture of housing stock that uh, is needed to support the development in this area, the opportunities to strengthen and diversify the tax base of the city, some environmental uh, components of no wells and septic uh, re uh, associated with the residential development, open spaces, public environment, and environmental preservation also as a benefit in the implementing of the development standards uh, under the Unified Land Development Code and through the DMP process to ensure the compatibility with the existing and future surrounding areas is important and improvements to the infrastructure and the interdevelopment activity with our neighboring developments to the south. So in conclusion, uh, we are consistent with the city's comprehensive plan, the Unified Land Development Code. We are in agreement with the staff report and recommendation and the action motion to the Planning Zoning Advisory Board and the City Commission. And thus, we respectfully request a recommendation by the Planning Zoning Advisory Board uh, to the City Commission of approving the project uh, of rezoning as presented today our information in the public record. So hopefully I didn't rush th through that too much, but obviously we're here to now answer questions that you have and uh, our team here is ready. Oh, well, and or you can have staff go next. <laughs> Good morning, Carl Bench, Planning and Zoning. I have been sworn. Before I get into my presentation, uh, we seem to have had a link problem um, with the ordinance, and so I'd like to kind of go over that with you. A uh, hard copy was handed out. Um, if you could turn to page five of seven, it'll show you a survey, a bounded sketch survey. Um, and you can see the parcel is outlined, the larger 263 some acre parcel is the, the larger portion. So that's the portion that we're talking about today that will be rezoned into residential multifamily. And if you turn to page 7 of 7, and it shows the zoning map, and you'll see, <clears throat> if you follow Toledo Blade all the way to the top, you'll see that big gray square. And that is no zoning designation. That's the parcel that we're talking about. Um, when this ordinance is approved, that portion that I just showed you uh, will turn, or turn orange to the residential multifamily. It's on the second list the fourth one down, residential multifamily. Um, that is what the zoning map will change to. Uh, I just want to let you guys know because that will be changing uh, between now and city commission. This map will be modified. However, it was not modified for this one. So I want to inform you guys of what's going to happen so that you know what's, what's happening in the future. So with that, um, we will move forward with the presentation. Um, another clarification in the staff report, there is a reference to uh, a boundary to the PCD zoning. And there's a reference to 250 and 300 feet. That is going to be changed um, as that should say 250 to 300 feet because depending on where you are measuring on that bar, it fluctuates. So 
that's another edit that will happen. So with that, we will move forward. Today we are talking about the Rezone of Toledo Blade 320. This is for residential multifamily, and this is REZ 23137. The applicant is Kendra Gallander. The property owner is Deluxington Northport LLC, and they're requesting to rezone 262.34 acres from no zoning designation to residential multifamily. This property is located on the east side of Toledo Blade Boulevard, approximately one mile north of the interstate. To the left is an aerial view of the property, just kind of give you um, an idea of where it's at. And to the right is the current zoning. And this is kind of what I was describing before. As you see, it is thatched, and the thatched means that it is no zoning designation currently. So once this process goes through, that will be the residential multifamily section. I want to go over the comprehensive plan analysis. I'm not going to touch base on everything. Um, but I will highlight some of the analysis from the staff report. So the comprehensive plan, chapter two, the future land use element. Staff does conclude that the proposed residential multifamily zoning is consistent with the future land use element goal one, objective one, and policy 1.1. Rezoning the property to residential multifamily would bring the subject parcel into compliance with the city's comprehensive plan and ULDC. Developments on the property with an RMF zoning designation requires a review through the major site and development process, which provides the city with greater control and higher requirements than single family development for the preservation of trees, native species, and habitat to facilitate the enjoyment and natural <coughs> and man-made resources. Comprehensive plan chapter eight, the housing element. The staff concludes that the proposed residential multifamily zoning is consistent with housing element goal one, objective one, and policies 1.1, 1.3, 1.7, 1.9, and objective six. Currently, there are 441.622 acres, approximately, of residential multifamily zoning in the city of Northport, which is only 0.66% of the total zoning acreage throughout the city. The proposed residential multifamily zoning on this portion of the subject property would provide for a diverse housing type within the area. The Comprehensive Plan, Chapter 11, the Economic Development Element. Staff concludes that the proposed residential multifamily zoning is consistent with the Economic Development Element, Goal 5. Policies 5.1.1, 5.1.2, and 5.1.3. The proposed residential multifamily zoning may provide housing opportunities that support the workforce in an area with access to transportation centers such as Toledo Blade Boulevard and I-75. The residential multifamily zoning may allow for more affordable and lower maintenance options for residents than those provided by the single-family detached dwellings. We're also compared to the unified land development, I'm not, again, I'm not going to touch on all of the uh, analysis, but I will highlight some of them. So per ULDC chapter section 1-12E, <coughs> 1A through P are the findings that must be met when you're going through a rezone. And all of these are found in your staff report. Um, however, I'm just going to highlight over three of them. So we'll touch on F, whether the changed or changing conditions make the passage of the proposed zoning necessary. So currently, as mentioned, this property is, uh, has no zoning designation on it. Uh, which renders the parcel unusable and inconsistent with the city's comprehensive plan. Uh, it was recently uh, given a comprehensive plan, a future land use of uh, high density residential, which allows the residential multifamily zoning to be a part of it. Uh, M, whether the proposed change would constitute a grant of special privilege to an individual owner as contrasted with the public welfare, this parcel needs to be rezoned in order for the property to be compliant with the future land use map amendment that was previously made. And, uh, and whether there is substantial reason to why the property cannot be used in accord with existing zoning, 
as mentioned, the currently the subject property has no zoning designation, which has no permitted uses in the ULDC, and any development on the subject property would require a rezoning. Without a rezoning on the parcel, nothing can be done on site other than the uses that are allowed under the Right to Farm Act. The company ordinance number 2025-05 has been reviewed by the city's attorney's office as to form and correctness. The notices uh, to the applicant and the surrounding community. Uh, the applicant was notified on January 18th, 2024. The petition was advertised in a city newspaper on January 12th, 2024, and the property owners within 1,320 feet were notified by postcard on January 16th, 2024. Here are examples of those postings. To the left is the newspaper, and to the right is the postcard that we sent out to the residents. And if you have any questions, we'll be happy to answer them. Thank you. Are there any good parties? No. Applicant, would you like to have rebuttal? Uh, no, ma'am. No, no rebuttal. We're here for questions, but no rebuttal. Staff, rebuttal? Oh, we have nothing. Thank you. There's no public comment. So let's give have board question. I have no question. I have just a couple of questions. Uh, the arterial road designation is collector, I believe, and it has a service level of D. Can you show me with this entire area developing what safeguards are put in place to not go below that service level of D and to uh, potentially, with all of the additional trips, plus the people that live on the other side, what, what's planned to ensure the safety of the residents in the area with this increased traffic? I don't care who wants to answer it. Someone would. Carl Benj, planning and zoning, I have been sworn. Um, so that will be flushed out at the development petitions later on in concurrency. Um, however, we don't have that information now but it will have to meet those standards in future petition reviews. Okay. If I could just, Ms. Hester, if I could just add, add to that, obviously this development's gonna generate millions of dollars of, of uh, impact fees, and so there should be plenty of funding available for whatever the city decides is the right thing uh, to do there. Okay, <clears throat> and do you feel, and this is probably a DMP, but I'm gonna ask it anyways, the secondary ingress, egress uh, for emergencies, do you feel that is adequate? Uh, again, that'll be flushed out during the concurrency review um, later on in future petitions. That's all I have. No questions. Um, for staff, um, the access for the light industrial that was approved previously, is that a direct access onto Toledo Blade? Yes. Okay. Um, Carl, in, the, in your diagram, both on 5-7 and in the presentation of the Exhibit A, what's traveling? Is that a, essentially a two-track that runs through that piece of property? What is that dotted line? See where you're, you're cutting right through the middle of it? What, right through there? What's that existing right now? This right here? Yeah. 
that's a, um, a Florida power and light easement. So okay. that is something that the applicant has to work out with them uh, All right. for development. And it's, uh, and I, uh, back to Ms. Hester's uh, question, obviously not having the, the DMP and at the same time, it makes it kind of difficult, but we'll see it again, I'm sure. So um, if, with a no zoning designation, there's no development there. Essentially, that become that was grazing land or pasture, right? There's nothing else ever would take place were we not to be doing this, except for what's allowed under the right to farm under the agricultural. Yeah, okay. Um, um, however, we have in, in, in other presentations mentioned that the city. This is done as a large annexation, as part of a large annexation. And as mentioned in, in previous presentations, the city doesn't normally annex large pieces of property without the intent to develop. So okay. it's just taken this long for this to happen. For this to happen on this one. Okay. Um, my next question is for the developer. Um, during the presentation, um, there was a comment made regarding a tentative thought about ac uh, uh, secondary access through the industrial. Um, just a comment. Given that that's a direct access at that point through industrial onto Toledo Blade, I would, from a standpoint of looking at that, I'm not sure that should that's a an issue that you want to kind of get. Yeah, it was in one of your uh, one of your diagrams. You showed a proposed. I just think that that may be a problematic idea with a secondary entrance into a light industrial. Just simply from the standpoint, uh, I don't know that that'll ever be a secondary entrance. I think that uh, that may create some other issues coming through that light industrial. I understand why you've proposed it, but just my input is um, ha having some experience with this, you're dumping it into a light industrial area where there's truck traffic and some other things going on. That yeah. And if I may, just to further clarify, it is a restricted, it's not going to be a full, okay. so it's for more of those emergency, so if, let's say the primary access is, is down, is down okay. or it's blocked, this then helps residents uh, reach the roadway Okay, thank you. Roadway I appreciate network. that clarification. Sure. Of the, at some point in, in here, I recall there was 900 units. During your presentation, um, could you break down for me roughly out of the total units for this, the, the amount of that are proposed, and again, not having the DMP, and we're no, we're going to see a master development later. What's the uh, clustered single family versus the? Uh, sure. As of right now, the development master plan is proposing uh, around 879, 880 total units. So it's below our maximum that we're seeking under the rezoning. Uh, the breakdown for single family is around 200, 201 single family detached. Uh, multifamily around 500, 520. And I believe the remainder of that 879 around 158 townhouses. So that's our uh, proposed breakdown under review under the DMP. All right, thank you. Mm -hmm. um, and just a comment relative to the public information. Uh, my compliments on during that meeting in reviewing uh, the questioning and answer session. I thought uh, it, it very well addressed the concerns of those people that have those small family farms and the, 
agricultural side of it very well, and I appreciate you doing that. Um, I have no further questions. Uh, and I guess that's really more of the, the DMP uh, criteria. I mean, we're talking 879 units plus the industrial traffic, uh, making the assumption that uh, Toledo Blade will be uh, further improved to uh, boulevard type of impact uh, extended to the furthest uh, boulevard. Carl Bench, Planning and Zoning. Um, so at future petitions, they will be going through concurrency review. Um, infrastructure will look at it, and whatever improvements need to be made, they will ensure that those improvements are done. Okay. I have no other questions. Closing argument. Uh, there is no brief party, so staff, closing argument? Uh, we have nothing. Thank you. And applicant closing argument? Thank you again for the record, uh, Jeffrey Boone, attorney representing the applicant, uh, not really by, by way of arguing with anybody, but as well far as a closing argument goes, uh, just uh, to restate that the rezoning we have before you today uh, is consistent with the city's comprehensive plan. It's consistent with the city's unified land development code and all other city codes and ordinances that apply. Uh, we have competent substantial evidence in the record here before you this morning that support approval of the application. And uh, we would respectfully request your recommendation of approval. Thank you. Any more questions from the board? Okay. We'll close the public hearing and request a motion. I move to recommend approval of ordinance number 2024-05 and find that based on the competent substantial evidence the rezoning will not adversely affect the public interest, health, safety, and general welfare, and that the specific requirements in the City of Northport Comprehensive Plan and the standards listed in Section 1-33E, subparagraph 1 of the Unified Land Development Code have been met. I'll check it out. Second. Okay, this motion that we need to approve is to include the wording. Yeah. Excuse me. I may interrupt. Um, since the uh, handout was not changed, uh, we don't need any additional language. Okay. Okay. Thank you. Do I have a second? I'll second it. Okay, a motion was made by Mr. Rito, seconded by Mr. Garrett to approve the ordinance. Call for a vote. We're adjourned. Further discussion, Mr. Toledo? No, no discussion. No discussion. And I'll call for a voice vote. Those in favor, say aye. 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 Those opposed, say nay. The motion passes unanimously. Thank you. Future agenda item. Good morning, Austin Grubb. Uh, Good morning. Good morning. Uh, what you have in your packet is merely a placeholder for now. I think what we need to focus on um, 
is at the next meeting uh, the report that has to go to the city commission on the work that we did and the goals that we have for 2024. 20, so, I, and I emailed everybody last night uh, regarding the annual report. And if you want a hard copy, I will give that to you. Um, and then I also emailed you a separate document, uh, which is much larger, 40 pages. If you want a hard copy of that. But the uh, board does not need to act on that second document, the 40-page document. It's merely for your information. So um, I emailed you a two-page document last night, and it'll be on the agenda for next time. And if you have any questions right now, or if you want to have any discussion, that's certainly appropriate. No discussion? Any discussion by the board? When was that sent out? Oh. Last night, you say? Yeah, about four, four thirty, four, four thirty. Okay. If you didn't get it, I I have hard copies. Yeah, I was just looking to see whether I it actually hit my mail, and I'm not seeing it. But I haven't had a chance to look at it yet. Yeah, no, I, I understand, and the the board doesn't need to doesn't need to do anything today. But that's just in preparation for the next meeting and and beyond. Okay. Did you send us a copy of the meeting schedule? Uh, yes. It's posted he, on the. He sent it. I, okay. I, yes. All right. Does the board have any future items that they want to discuss, or anything they want to put on the uh, list? Like I said, our our report to the city commission is going to needs to include uh, a list of goals or action items that we want to undertake in 2024. So I'd like to focus on that right now. All right, I guess we can move on to public comment. We have none. Okay, there being no public comment, it is 9.30 and I close the meeting. <laughs>